Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In five, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Again, five, four. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! This thing sucks. Five, four, three. End of day. The freedom of speech is being taken away. They cast a word. They die. Uh, I do believe in And welcome to a brand new life, to a brand new day, all the way from the wastelands of California. My name is Michael, and I look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation. First time listeners, turn on, tune in, and drop out. This is a different kind of show, a place where we don't feel so alone. Let us chase away the light no matter what you at home choose to believe. I do admire you for your curiosity. My guest today is Robert David Steele. Robert David Steele is a futurist and applied intelligence expert who funded the U.S. Marine Corps Intelligence Center Open Source Solutions Network. He has developed interdisciplinary analytic models for gathering, synthesizing, and applying open source intelligence to decision-making by government and military officials as well as civilians and international agencies seeking to promote peace and prosperity. Once again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing me into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are again on a night like this. My soul wants to say hello to all of you out there. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate your efforts to be here. I look forward to talking to Robert once again. We will be discussing a number of topics that have been on the minds of many. Oh, this is going to be a bit of a rattlesnake, boys and girls. Buckle up. Always a pleasure to speak to you, Robert. Lots to talk about. It's quite incredible the times that we are currently in, wouldn't you say, Robert? Yes. Before we begin, Robert, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? We could keep it very brief. Oh, raised overseas all over the world as the son of an oil engineer, Marine Corps infantry officer, clandestine intelligence spy, CEO of a boutique um, company that taught 7,500 people across 66 countries how to use open source intelligence, nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in January, wrote the Open Source Everything Manifesto, and right now I'm talking to some people about creating the anti-Google. Understood. So, Robert, it seems like there's a bit of a controversy right now. I know you are well aware of certain individuals who have been making uh, hellacious accusations about you and the unrigged campaign. Michael, yes. I'm not going to discuss 
uh, allegations against me or Cynthia McKinney. We stand on our record. We're completely transparent. I would be glad to update you on what we are doing. Please do, because I I wanted to set the record straight for these people out there, because I I know you're well uh, well aware of these. Michael, it's not a matter of setting the record straight. People who, who... who tell lies and defame Agreed. individuals will have their day in court, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Understood. Now, with respect to our campaign, Cynthia McKinney is flying in from Bangladesh on the 2nd. I've documented how we've spent $97,000 so far in donations, and that's all at unrig.net on the budget page. Uh, I'm very, very pleased with the used RV that we bought. I'm very, very pleased with the uh, the wrap. That was done by Adnormus, a wonderful company in Marietta, Georgia, that employs people of color and Latinos, not just white people. It's right. a really good, diverse team. Um, and so we have the wrap. I've driven it 4,000 miles and done a number of meetings by myself. But it wasn't until um, September that Cynthia McKinney was able to break away from her arduous teaching duties in a USMBA program in Bangladesh. So she's flying in on the second. We've got a national tour planned that will take us through, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Texas, Colorado, uh, California, Oregon, and Washington. And then, uh, at that point, we probably have to suspend the campaign because that will, that will be all the time we have. But then we're planning a second tour that will bring us back through Wisconsin, Ohio, and down into the heartland of America, what, what some people call flyover country. And we are very, very pleased that everyone is starting to get it. People are approaching their Congress uh, persons with the Integrity Act, the Election Reform Act, and they're asking them, why aren't you sponsoring us? So it is my hope that that at some point here, President Donald Trump will understand that the Election Reform Act, hashtag on rig, is what he needs in order to survive the two-party tyranny in the deep state. So Cynthia McKinney and I are doing everything we've promised to do. We're showing every single dollar being spent. And this is now in the hands of God and Donald Trump. Yes, it seems like seems like there's been lots of um, pressure on Donald Trump to what happened recently in Virginia. Well, let me that is certainly something I'm totally prepared to talk about. Go ahead. The 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 Charleston effort was without question a false flag event. Now, I have run a false flag for the Central Intelligence Agency. I know what they look like, smell like, talk like, walk like. That was a false flag event. Most of the people there were paid actors, paid participants, paid protesters on both sides. In no way, shape, or form were the alleged neo-Nazis actually neo-Nazi. They were, in fact, extreme leftists pretending to be neo-Nazis or paid actors. Um... I am very disappointed in the president's staff. He really needs someone like me that can tell him what a false flag looks like. And Donald Trump is a smart man, but he is being played for a chump by the people around him. And I don't like that at all. Charlottesville was a dry run for the Antifa riots that are planned for November. I understand now that some of these people are receiving training in Venezuela. I don't know if that's true or not. But what is clear to me is that Cynthia McKinney and I, with the $100,000 we've raised so far, represent the only viable alternative to hashtag resist and the $200 million color revolution that George Sotos is trying to bring to the United States of America. I consider 
George Sotos and Loretta Lynch and Hillary Clinton to be seditionist traitors. And I consider everybody who is protesting against our legitimately elected president to be a seditious traitor and probably a moron as well. Also, I just want to be perfectly honest and clear with everyone out there listening that I'm not affiliated to any political party. I, I Neither just, am I. I. Yes, I just want you to know, make actually, that clear. I guess I am. I'm, I'm a libertarian by record. Right. Uh, yeah. They're destroying themselves. What Cynthia and I agree, and I think you agree also, is we now need to move beyond parties. We need I, to yes. move toward direct democracy. We need totally. to move toward citizens holding their members of Congress accountable at the congressional district level. The members may no longer be allowed to be bribed and blackmailed and told what to do by the two political parties that are selling us all out. Yes, and with all the changes to the Trump administration, I've joked that the Trump administration has made more lineup changes than a major league baseball team. Well, this is true, and I I, I have racked my brains over this. Isn't and, it know, wild, though? Isn't it a little crazy? Well, there's there are explanations for everything. Sure, sure. One There's, of the problems, mm-hmm. one of the problems is Trump is, as I have written so famously, the accidental president. And your listeners can find the Trump Revolution series at Amazon, which I like very much, but they can also find every title free online if they just search for the title. Trump is an accidental president. He right. wasn't supposed to win. He wasn't expecting to win. When he did win, in what I can only consider God's showing he has a sense of humor, mm-hmm. uh, he was immediately concerned about being assassinated. And I think Trump made some compromise selections, including Rens Priebus, who's absolutely a traitor to everything that Trump represents. And, and he has been undermining Donald Trump ever since he was picked to be Trump's chief of staff. Um, Trump basically made some choices, including the 54 Ashkenazi Jews running the economy, the the nine gold bank, Goldman Sachs bankers and the one Goldman Sachs bimbo that he's got on his team. See, and putting Gary right. Kushner in yeah. as the direct representative of Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu from Israel. All of this stinks. Trump has got to clean house. And I'm not at all sure that General Kelly is going to do that because I don't think General Kelly is oriented toward having a grand strategy toward expanding Donald Trump's political base far beyond what the two-party tyranny can muster, and he is not at all oriented towards a counterintelligence surge that would essentially take all the dual U.S.-Israeli citizens out of the U.S. government. So we have a very big problem here. Now, I'm not giving up on Donald Trump completely. I understand he, that, yes. He has a chance. He has a chance to do hashtag on rape. But if Cynthia and I discover in our forthcoming national tour that hashtag unrig is simply not getting traction, then we will very respectfully go about our business. We will have done everything two human beings could do to try and bring the American people a an ethical, nonviolent solution that restores integrity to the government and helps make Donald Trump the greatest president in modern history. Yes, yeah, so you've yes. been trying diligently behind the scenes <laughs> Desperately to, even. Mm-hmm, to try to get a hold of Trump, right? Michael, I've done everything except the ass at him in front of the White House. Oh, my goodness. I've even driven the RV. I have a picture of the RV with its wrap in front of the White House. I have a picture of the RV with the wrap in front of Congress. Uh, We've met with uh, the staff of Senator Rand Paul, uh, his political director, and and one other guy uh, uh, named Sergio, um, what's his name here? I'll have to look at so uh, Oh, Sergio Gore. Five, ten minutes is, is basically all you would need, correct? I think, I think 
Donald well, a little Trump longer, understands but... full well what Cynthia McKinney and I represent. He's mm-hmm. read the memo. I see. The problem is that he's being told that Cynthia McKinney's a communist and that I am a, a radical agitator who will explode in his face. People are telling him everything they need to tell him so that he won't talk to us. Now, I've been told that he does now begin to understand that these people are all lying to him. And that hashtag on rig is perhaps the most brilliant concept to come into the political space in the United States of America in the last 25 years. Certainly, I believe that. If we can get 12 people in every congressional district to discuss the Election Reform Act, which is a starting point for a national conversation, it's not a take it or leave it prescription. If we can get 12 people in every congressional district, Ideally, including an alt-right person, an alt-left person, a Latino, a Jew, something from everyone, yes. a libertarian, a green, constitution party, and, of course, a Republican and a Democrat. If we can get 12 people to discuss the Election Reform Act and then go to their member of Congress and say to that member of Congress, if you do not co-sponsor this act in September when you return from the August recess, that we are going to move heaven and earth to vote you out of office. It's that simple. The public has got to take the power back, and they take the power back one member at a time. And right now in August, when the members are home and cannot hide, except for the 54 members that are on an all-expense-paid luxury trip to Israel, uh, when the members are home and cannot hide is when the constituents should be talking to them. Understood. I know you've been very outspoken about going after the pedophiles out there. I've heard you mention some major politicians' names. Um, I believe David Brock was one of them, correct? Well, David Brock is an alleged pedophile, and he may be blackmailed. He may be being blackmailed by James Oliphant. I've heard that secondhand. I don't know myself, but what I do know is that David Brock and Media Matters and APAC and the Zionists are very tightly connected. Um, and Cynthia McKinney and I are suffering an extraordinary attack to include the CEO of Meetup, canceling our $77,300 Meetup Pro program. Oh, no. Had 400, oh, yes. I mean, you know, Brandon is absolutely uh, uh, right when he says that Meetup and, and Google and all these other things should be utilities. They should not be allowed to discriminate. The Meetup CEO not only canceled a program generating $77,300 in revenue, for 435 meetups at $15 a month times 12. He also is providing illegal, undeclared, in-kind political campaign contributions to the Democratic National Committee worth over $195,000. He personally sponsored 1,087 hashtag resist meetups and waived the fees on all of them. That is an illegal, undocumented campaign contribution, similar to what Google did for Hillary Clinton when it provided millions of dollars in manipulated searches and polling. Yes, we'll get into that in a second here. And all of this talk reminds me of the allegations of uh, Donald Trump being uh, good, good friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And as the old saying goes, birds of a feather. Stick together. Well, I don't know about birds of a feather. I do believe that Donald Trump may have, in fact, been videotaped on Epstein's pedophilia. I'm not calling him a pedophile, by the way. Let me just make that perfectly clear. I understand that. I understand. For the listeners, for the listeners. Part of the part of the problem is it's so very easy to lure Congress people into 
getting into a drunken state with a legally aged blonde or whatever, and then you switch them out and put in a 12-year-old. Bill Clinton, too, by surprised. the way. By the way, Bill Clinton, too, was also apparently um, friends with Jeffrey Epstein, who might or might not have been on Lolita Express. No, no. I mean, Clinton, both Clintons, and, and it's notable that the Clintons traveled independently and apart, and they weren't there at the same time. Uh, both Clintons have been documented frequently visiting Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Lolita Island. My concern with Trump is that there may be some minor blackmail issues with him. There may yeah. be some major bribery issues that's, with that's him. That's the thing, Robert. You always have to be careful who you are uh, friends with. You never know. It's, yeah, but it's, look, mm-hmm. there is one fact. Donald Trump is our legitimately elected president, and that no is doubt. fact. No doubt. I agree. All right, and that means to me, for all of you who don't like Donald Trump, I beg of you to think of the possibility that Cynthia and I are vastly more clever than we're being given credit for. The end game here is restoring integrity to the U.S. government. I don't care if Satan himself is our legitimately elected president. I would work with our legitimately elected president to get integrity put back into the U.S. government. The amount of power that Donald Trump has potentially to do good against the deep state cannot be overstated. This is why I continue to support our legitimately elected President Donald Trump. And I find it absolutely disgusting and treasonous to have people seditiously advocating for riots in the streets to overturn an election that was completely legitimate. That's true. There that's, was fraud that's on disgusting. both sides. Yes. But the fact of the matter is Donald Trump is our legitimately elected president. Get over it. Correct. And uh, another thing that worries me is a name that I've mentioned on the program uh, in the past, uh, Felix Sater, who is in deep with the mob and the Russian mob, of course, who's also a good friend of Donald Trump, a business partner. And uh, that's a little uh, that's I a mean, little come weird. On. You're, you're, you're talking about New York here. You want to talk about New York? Talk about the Cuomo family being in Donald Trump's pocket. That's another. Here. That's yes. why Cuomo on CNN we can't has forget such that. angst about Trump. Mm-hmm. He knows his parents were bribed by Trump. Okay. Um, look, bottom line here is I'm a huge truth and reconciliation guy. I am focused on making America great again. I am focused on restoring integrity to the U.S. government. And the fact of the matter is that there is no person in the United States of America more capable of restoring integrity to the U.S. government than Donald Trump. And there is no plan more sensible than the hashtag unrigged election reform act that I have put forward and that Cynthia McKinney has agreed to co-sponsor with me. Now, what I find striking yes. is that every single politician from Ron Paul to Dennis Kucinich to Ralph Nader to Jesse Ventura to Rand Paul to Tulsi Gabbard, is refusing to co-sponsor the Election Reform Act. Jesse Ventura, too, by the way, Robert. At the same time that most of them have co-sponsored the act to put sanctions on Russia and Iran, and they have co-sponsored the act to make it a felony to criticize Israel in the United States of America. Oh, my, I didn't know about that. That's the Anti-Israel Boycott Act. That's the act that makes it a felony to call for boycotting Israel. Ah, that's okay? that's not good. And by the way, Ventura was was against this too? That's a little surprising. Yes, Ventura has refused to wow. talk to Cynthia McKinney and myself. I like him a lot. I like him too. That's why I'm kind of shocked. Look, the bottom line here is all of these people are playing it safe. 
they're all assuming that the two-party tyranny is forever, and they are wrong. If they had real courage, if they had real integrity, every single one of them would be coming out in favor of hashtag unrig and begging our president to personally lead hashtag unrig. Wow. That's news to me. I, this, is, this is hard going. You know? it, yeah, I mean, it is. What we're doing is very, very hard, and it's yeah. hard in part because APAC and others have prevailed on people like the CEO of Meetup to discriminate against us. Uh, the CEO of Meetup is guilty of gross business negligence and torturous interference uh, and other things, and I don't have the time or the money to sue him. But I will look forward to the day when Meetup vanishes from the surface of the earth because it has been replaced by something more honest that does not censor and discriminate. Yeah, that seems to be a big problem. Well, look at Lots Gap. Of... I mean, look at, mm -hmm. look at Google now. Yeah. Google has shut down Gap. Facebook has shut down so many. The suppression. It's uh, insane. Yes, it you know, and Herbert Marcuse wrote an excellent article on repressive tolerance. What we have right now on the, on the extreme left side is a combination of excessive tolerance or repressive tolerance, which is to say that pedophilia and bestiality and everything else is legal and okay. Uh, and we have absolutely unbelievable censorship and unbelievable lies and, and falsehoods from the New York Times to the Washington Post to the social media. What is being put forward to the American people as the truth is, in fact, mostly a lie. And Charlottesville is a poster child for a false flag event sponsored by George Sotos and, and the likes of George Sotos and then misrepresented to the American people as an actual protest and as an actual um, uh, case of misbehavior by the extreme right, which is not the case at all. I can't say it often enough. Charleston was a false flag. Those were not real Nazis. This is all baloney. Yeah, they were going wild out there during that whole thing. It seems like, um, uh, you know, this whole situation is rather unusual. I, I, I've heard that it was a false flag operation, and you're saying the same thing. Uh, you truly believe that, correct? I not only truly believe that, I have run a false flag for the CIA. I know what they look like. I know how to do them. Yes, there there is all sorts of strange accounts with the car and... The driver, so many different conflicting stories, correct? Look, I'm not going to waste my time agonizing over Charlottesville. It's a false flag. If you can't deal with it, I don't care. Uh, what really needs to happen right now is we all need to set aside our differences. We need to set aside our ideological and our policy differences, and we need to come together on the fundamental fact that the United States of America today is owned and controlled by the deep state, which consists of the banks working for the Rothschilds and the Vatican, using the two-party tyranny as an enabler of what Matt Taube so brilliantly calls griftopia, the merger of political and financial crime. If all of your listeners want to be chickens who are plucked and diced and sliced and eaten up for the rest of their lives, carry on with hashtag resist because that's where it's going. Hashtag resist is about dividing and conquering. It is not about unifying the public and putting the 99% back in charge. Hashtag unrig is about putting the 99% back in charge, regardless of what their personal and political views are. It empowers the public. We don't seek to specify any policy change, nor do we even seek to speak to any congressman. 
we are running a nonprofit civics education campaign showing the public that there are 12 specific things that can be done that would result in an honest Congress that does evidence-based governance in the public interest beginning in November 2018. If people don't want to hear that, there's nothing I can do about it. I am doing my very best as an American patriot Understood, to yes. educate the public. Yes, and I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for you and Cynthia. And by the way, speaking of Cynthia, how is she? Is she all good? Yeah, she she is all good, you know, and I mean, I'm not really an alt-right guy. I'm more of a, a right-of-center guy, uh, Yeah, kind of a too. libertarian right. crossover into what used to be the good Republican Party. Cynthia, of course, is an alt-left black female, six-term congresswoman. She's received many humanitarian awards. She recently earned her Ph.D. Um, and Cynthia and I represent everything that's good about America. Because regardless of our political views, we are absolute patriots and we believe in integrity and the truth. We also believe in truth and reconciliation. In no way, shape or form is hashtag unrigged suggesting that anybody should go to jail or be hung or crucified or whatever, including the pedophiles. Yes, My version of truth and reconciliation is everyone gets the truth. No one goes to jail. And I'm honored to know Cynthia McKinney, and I think, frankly, she would make a much better vice president than Mike Pence. Than Mike Pence. Mike, I agree. Mike Pence represents the deep state in every possible way, and Mike Pence is not loyal to Donald Trump. He is stabbing Donald Trump in the back every single day. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Mr. Pence, to be honest with you. I, I cannot tell you the, yes. the, the horror <laughs> stories I'm hearing. I don't agree yet. with him on a lot of things, but yes, you know, I, I, I believe you and Cynthia want what's best for humanity. I, I truly believe that. Well, you know, what's best for humanity is for the United States of America to close all 1,000 military bases and stop funding dictators in Israel. That's what's best for humanity. That would, that, what's yes. best for humanity is for the United States to stop allowing corporations to be predators and, and to assassinate leaders of foreign countries so that they can then loot the resources of those foreign countries. I mean, we have lost our minds. Uh, we have become completely unhinged. Yeah. And I do yeah. believe that America the Beautiful can be resurrected, but it will not be resurrected unless Donald Trump gets himself an honest Congress, and he will not get an honest Congress unless he leads hashtag on rig and personally asks Rand Paul to introduce the Election Reform Act of 2017, which uh, Rand Paul's two political guys have told me Rand Paul will do if the president asks him to. And then Tulsi Gabbard, who has potential, but is rapidly falling prey to, to the direction of the Democratic Party. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is the logical person to introduce the act um, in the House of Representatives. There's a lot of divide and conquer in the White House. Yes, there is. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, it's the, not good. the person that's being divided and conquered is Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very concerned. I, I really hope that Donald Trump manages to find his way he needs to create a political base that is larger than the the uh, 30 percent that are controlled by the two-party tyranny the only way he's going to do that is with an election reform act that mobilizes independents latinos greens and libertarians as well as the sane wings of the republican and democratic party as a former republican i am completely disgusted with everything that scott walker paul ryan and rents Priebus stand for and I'm not going to argue with that. I, I actually agree with with most of what you just said right there. And going back to what I'm reading here, 
I'm curious your opinion on George Webb. Are, are you okay with talking about that? Let me say that I like George Webb and Cynthia McKinney likes George Webb also. And we are both very happy that George Webb has finally freed himself from toxic influences, which I believe were sent in to destroy George Webb when he started to get too close to the fact that the Awan brothers were a Mossad operation being run by Mossad agent Debbie Wasserman Schultz. So I have nothing but good things to say about George Webb, and I wish him every happiness in life. Understood, understood, yes. Uh, I know you didn't want to talk about certain things, but I I just want to quickly say that those people that were making these allegations, they sort of came across to me like psychopathic, neurological, pathological liars. But that's just my that's just my take. Well, let me hope that you're on the jury. Uh, Yes. Yeah. You know, these individuals, I'm not sure if you want to get into that again. Yeah, no, I really don't. Yeah. I really do not. I, I am, Strange I connections. Let's just say, on, I'll just I'm say that there is a mm-hmm. national tour and I'm focused on helping our president elect survive the treasonous influences that are all around him. Correct. And frankly, Correct. I've been offered a job. I, I've actually been offered an opportunity to run an international network. That would cause me to move probably to Barcelona, Spain. So options have emerged for me. And I am not doing hashtag unrig because I want to be a politician or I want to uh, somehow uh, work for Donald Trump. Although I certainly would never refuse a, an sure. offer. But the bottom line here is hashtag unrig is my best effort as a patriot to come together with another patriot named Cynthia McKinney. And to offer the American people an undiluted um, path to power. Now, I have no power at all. It's constituents that have to go to unrig.net, download the integrity pledge, take it to their congressman, and tell their congressman in no uncertain terms that if they don't co-sponsor the Election Reform Act, they will not be reelected in November of uh, 2018. Now, this is a lot easier. If Donald Trump sends the act to Congress and then does a barnstorming tour across the country with people like Ron Paul and Dennis Kucinich and Jesse Ventura and Ralph Nader and Patrick Buchanan and Virgil Goode, myself and a few others, Cynthia McKinney, of course. Donald Trump has the power to fix America, but right now it looks like Donald Trump is in a neo-Ziocon straitjacket. Yes, it seems like all the focus is trying to drain the proverbial swamp. No, he's not. He's not draining the swamp. No, he's not. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. The swamp has gotten worse. This is business Uh-oh. as usual in Washington. Donald Trump has not changed a thing. Understood. Um, and moving on to um, these these folks here, I, I want to go back into false flags, and I-, I wanted your opinion. I've heard you say that Dick Cheney was responsible for 9-11. Can we get into that here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm yes. glad to do that. Yeah. Look. Thirteen countries warned us in advance of 9-11, and Dick Cheney swore them all to secrecy. And in many ways, I mean, Mike Pence is no Dick Cheney, but in many ways, Mike Pence is betraying uh, Donald Trump the way that Dick Cheney betrayed young George Bush. Uh, but Dick Cheney declared a national counterterrorism exercise for the day of 9-11, months in advance. And then he worked assiduously to orchestrate the controlled demolitions on the three buildings in New York City, one of which was not hit by anything, and the missile into the Pentagon. Um, there is no question in my mind that just as we know today who killed John F. Kennedy, he was assassinated by the CIA, 
with the assistance of the FBI and the and the uh, Corsican Mafia and a few others, and of course Texas Oil and, and New York Money and LBJ's explicit approval. Um, just as we now know the truth about the assassination of John F. Kennedy, I believe we will know the truth about Dick Cheney and 9-11 within the next five years. Uh, I hope that Cheney's still alive so that he can be held accountable. I certainly don't seek to send him to jail or hang him. I simply want the public to know. FEMA was set up on the uh, pier of New York City the night before 9-11. The dogs were removed from the buildings two weeks prior to 9-11 and not allowed to return. Um, The 9-11 Truth people led by Richard Gage have done an absolutely superb job of, of nailing all of this down. What continues to astonish me is the degree to which the media, the academy, religions, labor unions, they're all corrupt to the bone and they're all maintaining silence on 9-11. Nobody is speaking the truth the way Richard Gage and I and a few others are. And because there are so few of us and because the, the media is so controlled and censored, the public is largely unaware of the fact that Dick Cheney basically is a trifecta. I think Dick Cheney is is a very sick, sick human being. Uh, who has committed treason and who who is essentially the prototypical deep state uh, consigliere uh, who who does great evil against his country and against his countrymen uh, for personal profit and for sick, sadistic, um, pathologically dysfunctional mental um, uh, impulses. You brought up Richard Gage. I'm actually going to be interviewing him in, in September. I, I had no clue you knew who he was. Oh, absolutely. Richard Gage is, 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 Richard Gage is what I think of as the, the epitome of an intelligence, of a citizen intelligence minuteman. Richard Gage is a man of very deep integrity and extraordinarily broad intelligence who has worked very ably with everyone from the families of 9-11. And I would remind your listeners that it was the families of victims of 9-11 who first blew the whistle on the U.S. government lying to the public about 9-11. It was those family members that refused to accept the government payoff who started the 9-11 movement because the government payoff required a quit claim. The U.S. government made 9-11 happen under the direction of Dick Cheney. That is my view. Understood. And we'll, we'll jump right back into JF, uh, JFK, um, 9-11. But uh, you mentioned JFK earlier, and that completely reminded me of something else that's going to be going down in October. And I was curious to know, in your opinion, if we will be getting another October surprise, President Trump um, will have the final decision to release 3,600 files, mostly from the FBI and the CIA, about what happened during the whole JFK fiasco back in 1963. Do you believe Trump will sign off on, on those documents and release uh, release those documents for the public, or do you think no. they'll be covered? No, oh, no, no, I do not. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. Trump, is, Trump is still being chumped by the intelligence community. Trump is continuing to sign authorizations for the intelligence community to continue to spy on and blackmail every member of Congress, as well as many judges and celebrities across this country. Trump is doing nothing to bring the intelligence community and counterintelligence community under control. Uh, I believe Trump is being lied to on a regular basis. 
in fact, I'm reminded of uh, Morton Halperin's excellent book on bureaucracy and foreign policy, in which he outlines that rule one in Washington is lie to the president if you can get away with it. My real concern about Donald Trump is that however smart he may be Mm -hmm. and however well-intentioned he may be, he simply does not have people around him that will tell him the truth. Uh, He is being lied to every single day by every single person that is working for him, and I explicitly include Jared Kushner. My goodness, yes. I certainly feel like he's been misled for most of his time in the White House once he actually got deeper in there. You know, I don't think he... You know, I I honestly believe he went in there, like I always say, bright-eyed and just so hopeful what he could possibly do. And not not to discredit him, he's actually done quite a bit. However, I I don't think he was able to implement everything he wanted to do. There's been lots of blockchains. Look, I I wrote a 10-page memo that I gave to Priebus before I realized he was a traitor. I gave Priebus a 10-page memo right after Election Day illustrated with graphics and it was a it was a plan for donald trump to come out on inauguration day as the greatest president in modern history and the first sentence in my proposed inauguration speech was the system is rigged and together we will unrig it today i am introducing the election reform act of 2017 Had donald trump done that it would have buried the deep state overnight but he didn't he didn't actually see the memo the memo was subsequently published by zero hedge and the mind unleashed yes and uh, Trump had been read by over four million right. citizens, and anyone can look up memorandum for the president, steal, and get right to it. Um, Trump has failed to have a grand strategy. He has failed to have a process for addressing all of the preconditions of revolution that exist in the United States: political, legal, socioeconomic, ideocultural, technodemographic, and natural geographic, and fundamentally. Trump has failed to come to grips with the fact that his worst enemy in Washington is not the Republic, is not the Democratic Party, it's the Republican Party. And until Donald Trump creates a movement of citizens across all political persuasions who empower the president to get an honest Congress elected in 2018, Donald Trump is facing not just impeachment, but potentially being dismissed from office if the Democrats take the Senate. Now, I may be going to London uh, this coming week to talk to Julian Assange. Uh, I'm talking to him and John McAfee and a few others. Interesting. There's some, well, there's some money starting to move. We're talking about creating a combination of a, um, of, uh, of a new uh, coin offering, a citizen journalism network, and a uh, folk vote app that would empower citizens in a, in a way that's never been done before. And this is why I wanted the Trump channel to be able to reach every citizen by direct email from the president and at the same time have the president have a presidential dashboard that would allow him to hear from every citizen sorted by congressional district issue, uh, demographic, and so forth. And that doesn't exist today. His people don't know how to build that. Um, so I'm really concerned. There's a lot of opportunity here. But if Donald Trump doesn't come out fighting in September and introduce the Election Reform Act, I'm afraid that there's going to be a pedophilia scandal. And then I believe Julian Assange's private message to Donald Trump was a a um, verbal warning of what is going to come out of WikiLeaks with respect to the Republican Party. And I have predicted for some time now that if the documents are released as I expect them to be released, the Republicans will lose the Senate. 
we will have four to six senators. And we just had John McCain and his pedophile chief of staff um, uh, self-destruct. Uh, if the Republicans lose four to six GOP senators to resignation, suicide or jail, then the Democrats will take the Senate back. And Donald Trump will be impeached by the House, convicted by the Senate and thrown out. And that will leave Mike Pence as president. And that is the worst possible outcome one could imagine. Yes. The only thing mm-hmm. worse would be Paul Ryan as, as president. Oh, gosh. Uh, OK, so I, I mean, I really hope that my sincerity and my earnestness are coming across here. Donald Trump is our legitimately elected president. And hashtag unrig is the one thing that can save his ass. Yes. And I was just about to mention it. It's quite apparent that the deep state really is trying very hard to get him out of there or even possibly assassinated. It's quite terrible to even say. Such well, a thing. I'm not so I'm I'm I'm. I mean, I, I predicted the four paths that would be taken. I mean, the, the, the whole issue of riots in the streets, which keep getting postponed. I mean, Soros has not been as effective as I expected him to be. I was expecting riots in the streets and a national strike, uh, from Soros. In, the numbers uh, are a bit lower. That's true. In July, in June and July, and he keeps postponing it. So now they're talking about four November. Um, I'm not sure if Donald Trump is making some counter moves. Certainly, I would make it crystal clear to Soros that he's a dead man if he if we have riots across this country in November. Um, I would even be considering extraditing Soros to Russia. Um, there, there's a whole bunch of different things that may be happening in background. And I really I have to stress, I have people that keep telling me that Donald Trump is vastly smarter and more clever and playing 3D chess and doing all these other wonderful things. And I wish that were the case. I hope that's the case. But for me, as a professional intelligence officer, looking at Donald Trump, looking at everything that's going on, what I see is Trump being chumped. He's playing the deep state game by the deep state rules on the deep state court called Washington, D.C. If Trump does not get out and reconnect with the larger public, he's dead meat. Yes. And going back to some of the interviews that I have heard or seen uh, by Trump before he was the president, uh, lots of lots of these people that have interviewed him, they all say things like, he was a lot different in those times. He was not like the person uh, we have today. And lots of people believe that, uh, that like, like what you just said, he's under someone else's control, basically. Well, I don't know. What I, what I have heard from people. Or influence, people, rather. I, I have some, there, there's some people I regard very, very highly, including Judge Andrew Napolitano, who I hope is, is one day nominated to the Supreme Court. And I, I've encouraged the judge to write an article on the unconstitutionality of the Federal Reserve. Um, but some really good people that do know the president personally, which I do not, tell me that he is one of the most self-effacing, civil conversationalists they've ever met. He's a decent man. Um, and I am not happy with the manner in which the New York Times, the Crap News Network, the Atlantic Monthly, and all these other outlets are trying to demonize our president and demonize Vladimir Putin and essentially lie to the public. The Russians did not hack the election. I tore John Brennan a new asshole on RT, and I'm proud of it. My uh, little book, Soft Coup, Burning Crap, is a bestseller at Amazon. And it's just a, like an eight-page paper that tears the CIA report line by line. And if your listeners don't recall, on page 813 of that report, it says, and I quote, our judgments are not based on facts or evidence. I don't make this up. The CIA report says in black and white, 
that its judgments are not based on facts or evidence. Yes, it's always horrendous to see that sort of uh, media hit job. Uh, to be oh, the media honest. has done lots of hit jobs. That's what and they do. They've done yeah. a hit job on me, and they I, sure I did. do strongly suspect David Brock has his fingerprints in there and APAC, but I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, you should I'll tell you what's really cool. I mean, what I'm starting to find is that given a choice between believing me and believing the New York Times, more people that know me are coming down oh, on my side. Well, Robert, I, I would have to say you have more credibility than they do. I think that's true. And um, and I believe that we're going to see some massive disclosures in the very near future about everything. I hope um, so. I hope so. I, I think the truth is going to have its day in court. Uh, I mean that at multiple levels. And I do believe. I love that, by the that, way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Cynthia McKinney and I represent the best of America. We represent two thoughtful citizens that care about our country and want all other citizens to be as activists as we are. And I certainly don't consider these morons wearing hoods and, and uh, waving a George Soto's color revolution flag to be loyal citizens. I think they're idiots. They're paid protesters. Um, and they're being, they're being manipulated. Yes. And by the way, Robert, I, I hate to cut you off there, but I must say lots of folks out there want Hillary in jail. Lot, lots of folks want George Soros, like you said, to be uh, sent away somewhere far away. And well, again, I, I have to tell but you. But these I people never these people never go to jail, though. No, that's true. It's sad. That's, that's, and they deserve to be in cages, in my opinion. That's absolutely true. But I think far more shattering to Hillary Clinton would be to have the public be completely aware of her pedophilia, her charity fraud, her um, financial fraud, and her blatant treason. I mean, the FBI is still sitting on the laptop from Anthony Weiner. That laptop has oh documented my. They the fact all that knew. They all knew that Anthony oh, Weiner was wait, into wait. this. It's, my goodness. it's better. I mean, there's uh -oh. evidence of her treason. Yes. That laptop mm -hmm. contains evidence of her sharing classified information with IP addresses in Saudi Arabia and Qatar. Oh. And it contains evidence of her selling Libya to the French and selling Syria and Yemen to Saudi Arabia and selling U.S. uranium to Russia. Okay? Hillary Clinton is is our Dick Cheney. Hillary Clinton and Dick Cheney are the uber-criminals of the century. Okay? Um, and so when I speak of truth and reconciliation, I speak of it from a very pragmatic point of view. Our president, our legitimately elected president, has more important things to do than put Hillary Clinton and Dick Cheney into jail. Correct. He needs to yes. focus on educating and engaging the American public so as to restore the Constitution and the Republic of the United States of America, which, by the way, were the United States of America, not the United Mob of America. And this is why I scorn Lawrence Lessig in his attempt to turn over the Electoral College with lies while he was hiding in Iceland. Yes. Yeah, so going back to false flags here, uh, let, let's let's move on quickly here. Okay, and let me just tell oh, your listeners ahead. that if yes. they go to fivebaitiota.net and search for false flag, they will get a bountiful uh, treasure trove, including the chapter I wrote on how to predict and, or how to evaluate whether something is a false flag. I also did a detailed analysis of Orlando that I sent to James Comey by registered mail uh, before publishing. He did not comment, of course, but I identified 70 anomalies in Orlando that persuade me that Orlando was a false flag. And it's a casebook, 
it's a textbook example of how to evaluate an incident um, so as to determine that it is a false flag. Yes. And, you know, going back again to before we get into false flags, you just reminded me of something else here. Again, going back to the president and what we're seeing, it, it seems like there will not be any progression without the backing of the CIA and the FBI who seem to be really the ones who are kind of destroying us from the inside. Well, that's you're you're raising an important point. I mean, when I when I look at Chuck Schumer and the fear in his eyes when well, he talks about the intelligence yeah. community. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I'll tell you, most of what I've learned about the evils in the intelligence community, I've learned since I left CIA and they are not covered by my lifetime secrecy agreement, which I've never violated. Understood. Um, yes. I am not a whistleblower. I'm simply the most prolific intelligence reform activist in the English language. And two of my books have had forwards by senators who served on the Senate Select Committee uh, as chairman of the Senate Select Committee for Intelligence. I know what I'm talking about. The U.S. intelligence community is dysfunctional, uh, grotesquely expensive, and out of control. It's not just torture and drone assassinations, about which I've written two academic articles that have been very well received, but the manner in which the FBI, the CIA, and NSA are spying on and blackmailing members of Congress every single day. That has got to be put to a stop. And that's why, in addition to hashtag unrig, I have been advocating that the president offer every member of Congress and the vice president a presidential pardon contingent on their sitting down and uh, being debriefed on who has been blackmailing them. Then we go after the blackmailers. I personally believe the federal government and the secret intelligence community needs to be cut to one-fifth of its present size. But the intelligence community and its persistent misbehavior in bribing and and uh, blackmailing members of Congress is as important a target as the pedophiles. I'd say there are three major targets for the attorney general today, uh, maybe four. Target number one is the elite pedophiles. Right. Target number two is the intelligence community managers who are blackmailing members of Congress. And target number three is what I absolutely think is a RICO conspiracy led by Eric Schmidt to censor social media in favor of the alt-left and against the alt-right. Yes, and we'll, the fourth, the mm-hmm. fourth target probably ought to be Wall Street manipulation of foreign exchange rates and uh, and interest rates and um, and so forth. I mean, the amount of legalized crime in Wall Street just boggles the mind. It really does, and and we'll cover some of this mass manipulation that spreads through social media in a moment here. But I, I did want your take on another. Uh, uh, some people say it's a false flag. I, I did want your opinion on it. And that is on the whole Sandy Hook situation. I did want to hear what yes, you thought no, about I, that. Look, I completely agree with Alex Jones and Jim uh, Fitzer and, and Kevin Barrett. I mean, there's some very fine people that have looked into that. That was an unoccupied school, and it was dressed up, and it was absolutely a false flag. The Boston bombing was also a false flag. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I actually said that every terrorist incident in the United States has been a false flag. I don't think I intended to say that. Understand. I, I, I would be more comfortable saying that most so-called terrorist incidents in the United States are false flags. And I have done an analysis of how false flags are done. Some of them are done as drills and no one dies. Some of them are done with patsies who think they're in a drill 
that's the Orlando situation. The guy that did Orlando did not expect to die. He had reservations to fly to San Francisco to do another drill a few days later. And his collaborator, who was trained with him, who was already on his way to San Francisco, then turned himself into the police in fear for his life because as soon as he heard that this guy had died in the Orlando drill, he knew that he was destined for death in the San Francisco drill. So you have to pay attention. Yes, you do. Sandy Hook was a false flag. And, and you know, for for Alex Jones may be mad at me right now. Uh, oh, he's Cynthia mad at you. And I are, are planning to visit him in, in San Antonio with our RV. Um, Why is he angry with you, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I did a two-hour show on pedophilia, and at the end of it, there was a question about Mars, and I stated as a fact, something I know from, from different NSA scientists, that there is a colony on Mars um, with 10,000 people who are never coming back to the United States of America. At no time did I say that there were child sex slaves on Mars. This is something that was concocted. I don't know by who, but if I had to guess, I would say it was David Brock and Media Matters. And this is one of the reasons I speculate that David Brock may have very grave concerns about the pedophilia story coming close to home, because I am a commissioner on the International Tribunal for Natural Justice, which is running a year-long project on pedophilia. And there's a book that I'm helping to bring to market, which is publishing each chapter free online as well as at Kindle. Seven chapters so far have been done, and a lot of them cover the Catholic, the, the, there are four chapters on the Catholic Church, um, and how it enables pedophilia and, and leverages pedophilia for power. But the Daily Beast published a story that was an outright falsehood, uh, and then that was picked up, and you know, the, the, the upside is 25 million people who never knew I existed now yeah, know that I existed. That's, yeah, that's why I was kind of, kind of dumbfounded i mean why would he be mad at you uh, alex seems oh, to love well, the press alex is mad at me because he took a lot of heat for these false stories ah, okay so, i see uh and so he said uh, he he came on the air and said oh Steele must still be working for the cia and he's trying to discredit me well i've never tried to discredit alex uh i i like alex for all that he's done and i think alex has enormous continuing potential but alex needs to be a little more stable um he should not turn on his friends like that. Uh, Cynthia McKinney and I think very highly of Alex, and we think that Alex is one of the most important um, outlets for truth in America. And I will say it again. Alex Jones is absolutely right when he says that Sandy Hook is a false flag. He knows what he's talking about. Um, Did you see that footage, by the way, of someone spilling coffee on him? I don't know if that was real or not. I was just about to tell you that. You know, I have my speculation that that was a false flag, in my opinion. Yeah, and and frankly, I would never resort to such cheap theatrics. Cynthia McKinney and I represent integrity in its purest form. We are never going to lie. We are never going to dissemble. We are never going to deceive. And that is a fact you can put in the bank. Yes. Um, you know, and these 25 million people that didn't know I existed now also know that I've been nominated for the Nobel Peace right, Prize. Right, and we'll get into that right now. Let's talk about that, yes. Sure. Uh, I never expected it. Right, uh, right. It happened, it happened in Norway, which is a good place for it to happen. I was writing a number of articles for uh, the editor of uh, Defense and Intelligence Norway, John Kalvik, very decent human being, very patriotic human being. And, and he... 
he really got a grip on my work because I've spent 40 years trying to turn the intelligence community away from spies and secrecy that foster war and waste toward open source intelligence and open source engineering that fosters peace and prosperity for all. And and he said to me, he said, Robert, you really do deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. And I said, I'm not so sure of that. But anyway, he went and he talked to a minister because only ministers and legislators and certain professors and heads of peace institutes can actually nominate. And the minister said, yes, you're right. I'll nominate Steele, but you have to do two things first. He said, write an article recommending Steele for the Nobel Peace Prize and have Steele prepare a long-form Nobel Peace Prize nomination that's completely sanitized, does not mention me. Send it to me as a PDF, and I'll send it into the committee. And so we did that. And people can see my long-form nomination, uh, and they can see the published article that recommended me for the Nobel Peace Prize, and they can see some other things I've written, including my post-Western um, economic and engineering paradigm piece for Russia. They can see all of that at the landing page of robertdavidsteele.com, which is vastly superior to the shit that Wikipedia publishes. Ah, yes. Wikipedia is run by morons and trolls. I agree, um, yes. So the world can go to my personal website, and they can see virtually everything I've ever written and virtually everything I've ever said in audiovisual interviews, and they can take it or leave it. I don't give a crap. Love that, yes. But I appreciate your honesty and transparency. I believe that's important in life. As Popeye said, I am what I am. <laughs> ah, yes. Love that. And by the way, I just wanted to quickly mention, uh, you mentioned uh, Professor James Fetzer, who did a fantastic job with Nobody Died at Sandy Hook. Uh, you mm -hmm. could get that free, by the way, PDF. Just Google it. I think I've reviewed that book very favorably. It's, yes, it's a, it's a great book. He's done a, a great job. He does his homework. He always brings in professionals to also analyze the whole, uh, picture there. And well, you know, he is a PhD. Yes. I mean, this is a serious man. He's a very and serious I, man. I will not, I'm so sad that what, what has happened here in the United States. His is book was that, banned by, by the way, by Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a uh, Jeff Bezos has his problems. Yeah, he um does. part of the part of what really troubles me here is that the extreme left is not capable of having a civil intellectual argument. And so they've adopted the Zionist practice of essentially labeling anyone who disagrees with them to be either a spammer or a um a hater. Yeah. And so what is happening mm -hmm. now is that in the United States, we're not having civil conversations. What we're having is this polarization that's perpetuated by the control that the mainstream media and the social media mandarins have so that people like Tim Fetzer, who are making very important statements of truth, are essentially being discredited for the wrong reasons. And I am very hopeful that we will have a new Internet in the future an internet that cannot be censored and that can be cannot be controlled by the likes of Jeff Bezos and uh and um Eric Schmidt and Larry Page and so forth. And yeah. to his credit, I think Zuckerberg has shown some restraint. But I expect Facebook to start banning people soon, and that will be the death of Facebook. I Just think they're like already I think they're that. already doing that, by the way, Robert. Starting to censor people. I think Facebook is already starting to censor individuals posts that are well, too. Well, you know, that's, uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's a huge mistake on the part of Facebook because it really is. Every censored individual has got 250 friends and 
there is now a move afoot. I'm I'm hoping to 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 put together. Well, I've been asked to put together a coalition uh, that can create a handheld app plus a distributed blockchain protected new internet. And I'm certainly not Vince Cerf. Uh, Vince has always been one of my heroes, but he went to the dark side when he joined Google, and he's been lost to us forever now. Google, Amazon. Um, what else? Uh, am, well, of course, Amazon, you already know. Well, Jeff YouTube Basil's. is a Google surrogate. And the, 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 the journalist that covered Charlottesville as a yeah. false flag had his life's work destroyed by uh, YouTube overnight. Yes, and Amazon, by the way, selling all your information to the CIA. Well, I don't know about that. But, uh, you know, CIA always invests in, 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 in things like Amazon and Google and so forth. And the one thing they haven't been able to buy is Martin Armstrong. Martin Armstrong went to jail for seven years rather than give CIA his economic model. CIA is too stupid to create his economic model. By the way, are you still going to hacker conventions? That's a good question. I've tentatively signed up for um, for the Silicon Valley Hackers Group, which Larry Page is also an elected member of. Um, I, I, haven't, was not I haven't gone to, to one in a long time, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go or not. I'm inclined to go. Um, you should. I'm waiting you to should. hear if Cynthia McKinney wants to go as my guest. Yeah, you should I go. Was not invited, I was not invited to speak at Hackers on Planet Earth. Um, this last go around. So I've resolved to not attend Hackers on Planet Earth in the future. Understood. By the way, are, are you in any communication with Kevin Mitnick? No, I'm not. You should. Uh, I reviewed his book very favorably. I've spoken with him a few times years and years ago. I think very, very highly of his technical and his social engineering skills. Oh, yes. His books are pretty good, I have to say. And going back to the whole suppression with Google and YouTube, Cynthia McKinney is still another one who gets demonetized right away. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is uh, what's sad is is that the Google is not only able to get away with it. Evidently, they feel that they're making enough money from their other perversions so that it doesn't matter. Uh, I personally agree with Steve Bannon. Google and all these things should be public utilities, and uh, they should be paying very heavy penalties for censoring freedom of speech. I agree, and I'm looking at the time here. I don't want to take up too much of your time, so um, I'll leave you with, with a few final words here. I do want you to address a few more other things, like any ideas, any big ideas for a Trump and, and what he could do for what we are currently witnessing right now. It seems like everyone is out to overthrow Donald Trump. Look. All you have to do is read my memorandum for the president, versions one, two, three, and four. Number three was crafted by Cynthia McKinney based on my original one and two. Read my memorandum for the president. He should introduce the Election Reform Act to create a base that will protect him from the imminent destruction of the Republican Party. He should have a grand strategy. The grand strategy means addressing all 10 high-level threats to humanity, which poverty is the number one, infectious disease is number two, Environmental degradation is number three. Um, and all 12 core policies from agriculture to water with true cost economics. Nobody in the U.S. government does true cost economics. That's what an open source agency would do. And that, frankly, is my dream job for Donald Trump if he wanted to actually be the greatest president ever. He is not getting ready for the September economic collapse that Martin Armstrong has predicted. I tried to get the Trump team to understand 
that there's $3 trillion in debt that Donald Trump can renegotiate down to nothing. Um, what he should be doing is asking every American citizen in debt, the students in debt, the elderly in medical debt, the small businesses, the families with credit card debt, asking every one of them to register on a debt be gone website and make him their appointed personal agent for renegotiating that debt. Imagine the power of the president if he's been personally appointed by people who owe the banks three trillion dollars. Okay, so I've had other innovative ideas that I've tried to send the president's way. And the bottom line is he's, his information is filtered. His time is being controlled. And I'm afraid that Donald Trump is going to be um, destroyed. My goodness, yes. And that's robertdavidsteel.com. That's where you would want people to go to, correct? Well, that's that's certainly that's certainly about me. Uh, I'm I would love to have people go to Indiegogo where we've lost two hundred thousand uh, dollars at least to attacks on us. Um, I'd love to see the Indiegogo uh, site, which is just look up Indiegogo dash on rig and you'll get right to it. Uh, I'd love to see a, a pump of about twenty thousand dollars between now and the second of September when Cynthia rise, because we'd like to have some money to spend on press releases and uh, newspaper ads and, and other measures uh, when we do our national tour uh, from 2 to 13 September. Um, so we do need money. We've accounted for every penny that we've gotten. There's a $97,000 budget that's been posted at uh, unrig.net. Uh, unrig um, and I'm just going to continue to pursue uh, helping our president. I'm going to continue to pursue the idea of creating an alternative Internet that cannot be censored. Um, the day is inevitably going to come when Facebook and Google and Meetup and YouTube are put out of business. Uh, you cannot censor a sizable portion of the public and get away with it. I agree. Once again, it's a tremendous honor and pleasure to speak to you, um, Robert, and I hope we'll touch base again in the near future. I would always like that. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, Robert. Have a good day. And that was my guest, Robert David Steele. Great guest. I'll be returning again very, very soon. I'm Michael Deacon. Thank you for listening. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. Sherry. Right, heart heart out. I'm not that way. I'm a Christian. Not about a bad yeah. school. Not about a bad school. Speaking of the Illuminati, yeah, we're not going to be on that, but the Illuminati certainly is part of the whole thing. But the top members of the Illuminati are open I could tell that all the mainstream media outlets were giving me, like, bullshit. Like, you can just see it. It's clear. <laughs> How appropriate. I wish I could be in that ring with Holden right now. It's crazy. I had no idea they should exist before 726. Just for what it's worth, I want to put in my two cents to tell you that I'm going to get to a most incredibly well-rounded show. Uh, other than Introducing the greatest tag team on the radio. Guess what? You were you were a headline guy, I'm and then a headline guy. You know what I mean. You, for a while you popped out. Now you're coming back. For I a while, back. for a while it's you were I actually do, you, you know running. I mean? You were running a gym. Tell us about that. Running a gym. Weren't you running well, you a gym at some point? You're supposed to be a news guy. <laughs> That's our research. You aren't. You this aren't. Is ridiculous. I come on CNN, and the guy don't even know what he's talking about. Go ahead. You at no point were you running a gym? Um, no, no, running a gym. What, no, you, you need didn't a take a time out.
Jesus fucking Christ with these guys. I come on the news for two seconds and, and you want to say, every All time right. I do an interview, a guy wants to open his fucking mouth. Can't All right, Andrew. Do a little Thank you very much. Here. We thought that you, you could know, hold go back. fuck yourself. You know what? All I'm right. Fuck the whole fucking network. We'll go back to uh, talking about Art Carney.